I'm Pastor Daniel Morris, and you're listening to Sharing the Bread of Life, a podcast by St. Timothy's Lutheran Church in Skokie, Illinois. Whether you're a first-time listener or a regular subscriber, I pray that Christ feeds you from the stories and testimony you'll hear today. We do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. May the Lord fill you with every good thing, and may you have enough left over to share. The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus was praying in a certain place, and after he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. He said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we ourselves forgive everyone indebted to us, and do not bring us to the time of trial. And he said to them, Suppose one of you has a friend, and you go to him at midnight and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread, for a friend of mine has arrived, and I have nothing to set before him. And he answers from within, Do not bother me. The door has already been locked, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, at least because of his persistence, he will get up and give him whatever he needs. So I say to you, ask, and it will be given. Search, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened for you. For everyone who asks receives, and everyone who searches finds. And for everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. Is there anyone among you who, if your child asks for a fish, will give a snake instead? Or if the child asks for an egg, will give a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children... How much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? The Gospel of the Lord. One of Jesus' disciples asked him to teach them to pray. Jesus taught them what has become known as the Lord's Prayer. Since then... The Lord's Prayer has been passed from parent to child for two millennia. Unfortunately, the rest of Jesus' teaching on prayer has been lost to all but the pages of Scripture. Jesus did not only give his disciples the words to pray, he also taught them what to expect from God when they prayed. He used the example of an unprepared host who was surprised by a late-night visitor. With nothing to set before the visitor, the host ran to a friend's house and begged for three loaves of bread. The friend refused to get out of bed, but was eventually roused by the unprepared host's tireless badgering. So it is with God who will not refuse us when we ask for the things that Jesus teaches us to pray for. Jesus taught, ask, and it will be given you 
Search, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and everyone who searches finds, and for everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. In other words, God has what you are seeking. God will answer the door every time you knock. God will give you what you ask for. Jesus promised his disciples that God would always say yes when they asked for these things in prayer. This promise has been lost over the centuries. I suspect that we don't teach Jesus' promise to our children because we have discovered for ourselves that we don't always get what we ask for in prayer. Instead, we teach our children that God always answers prayer, but sometimes God says no. We also teach them that when God says yes, God doesn't necessarily mean right this very minute. I must confess that I also struggle with Jesus' promise that God always says yes when we ask for the things that Jesus taught us to pray for. Last week I read a Tribune article about 64-year-old Chicago resident George White who provides in-home care for minimum wage. Some would say that he is barely able to support his family of four on $13 an hour, but the truth is, he's barely able to survive. His entire paycheck falls significantly short of purchasing his daily bread. He struggles to afford the, the fast food and the cheap loaves that he lives on just as he struggles to afford the mostly resale clothes that he wears. He makes the minimum payments on his utility bills while sinking deeper into debt. At minimum wage, White's annual take-home pay covers less than one-third of his family's expenses. If he was a praying man, George White might wonder why the door remains closed to him even when God promised to open it. He might wonder why debt continues to squeeze him in its merciless coils, when God promised never to give a snake to someone when they asked for a fish. At the same time, we can't overlook the reality that sometimes God's yes to our prayers is accompanied by humanity's no. You're probably aware that Cook County passed an ordinance that will raise the minimum wage to $13 an hour by 2020. Last February, the state of Illinois passed a minimum wage ordinance that will raise the minimum wage to only $10 an hour by 2020. Some small business owners have been petitioning Cook County to follow the state's timetable instead because they're afraid that the minimum wage will affect their businesses negatively. According to certain research, any sizable increase to the minimum wage will force small businesses to cut hours, downsize staff, 
and make up the difference with help from machines. Researchers and small business owners alike fear that increasing the minimum wage will hurt more people than it will help. These are concerns worth taking seriously and investigating. Still, White wonders if they would feel the same way if they themselves were squeezed in the coils of the minimum wage. George White and others in his position depend on our regular and authentic prayers. Because authentic prayer transforms us. When I consider the Lord's Prayer, I see only one petition. Your kingdom come. Everything else is just commentary. The kingdom is the fulfillment of God's reign on earth. It is an event that we expect when the last sun has set and the last star has faded from the sky. God's kingdom is righteousness realized throughout creation, with all things existing in right relationship with one another and with God. No one has too much or too little daily bread in the kingdom. Friendship is the only way of life. Our wants and our desires lead us into deeper love of God and neighbor. Jesus taught us to pray for the kingdom so that the kingdom might be realized in some small way today. God's yes to our prayer leads us to take better care of one another's livelihoods. God's yes makes forgiveness and return to friendship the way of life, our way of life. God's yes keeps the kingdom front and center in our lives, even when our wants and our desires habitually get in our way. If we ask God to be our genie in a bottle, we will be disappointed. If we ask God for the kingdom, we will see God's yes. When we genuinely pray as Jesus taught, we begin to see our lives and our resources in new ways. We recognize how our choices and how our lifestyles affect one another's daily bread. We recognize where the kingdom is breaking in around us. When we pray as Jesus taught, our prayer necessarily includes George White, his family, and their daily bread. It also includes the people that we need to forgive, those who are in our debt just as we are in God's debt. Praying as Jesus taught is about so much more than reciting another person's words before sharing Holy Communion, even when those words belong to the Lord. It's about a way of life lived in the Spirit. When we pray the Lord's Prayer, we are transformed by God's yes to live as signs of the coming kingdom. We become part of God's yes to the very petitions that we make. Perhaps the Spirit will lead us to be more thoughtful consumers and examine how our habits impact others. Perhaps 
The Spirit will lead us to reflect on our budgets and our financial planning so that we can better support the saints in ministry. Perhaps the Spirit will lead us to speak in the public realm on behalf of our most vulnerable neighbors. Maybe the Spirit will even help us resolve a broken relationship that has been festering in our souls. Prayer is not a magic formula or a divine power reserve to save for a rainy day. Prayer is a way of life, a living and dynamic relationship with God our friend that transforms us into citizens of the coming kingdom. The Lord's Prayer is more beloved than any other prayer because it gives voice to the deepest longings of a righteous heart. It calls forth what it asks, and all who pray it, pray with Jesus. So let us continue to teach the children among us Jesus' words as he taught them to his disciples. Let us also teach them that God will and does say yes. When God says yes to the things that we ask for, How can we commit our lives to any other pursuit? For the sake of our friends and for the sake of our enemies, let us pray to the Lord. For the sake of our neighbors and for the sake of our world, let us pray to the Lord. For the sake of those who depend on us and for our own sake, let us pray to the Lord. God will transform us for the kingdom. All we need to do is ask. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Sharing the Bread of Life. For more information on the mission and ministries of St. Timothy's Lutheran Church, please visit our website at www.stTimothyskokie.org or like us on Facebook. Check back next week for a new episode. The blessing of Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you now and always.